What's up, everybody? You've got Evan and Logan here from the Middle Tech Podcast. And the Harlem Globetrotters were just in town. And we had one of them on the podcast because they're also an entrepreneur. So we had PlayVision Sports on. We had Bree and Arian on the podcast. They are building an awesome product that the basketball state here in Kentucky will really love. They're helping coaches better prepare their teams and analyze their plays so they can make more informed decisions game time. So um, we're getting into what that product is and how they're really helping a lot of major colleges like Kentucky, Florida, and many more um, really improve their basketball programs through data. And um, again, this is an amazing team that they're brother and sister. So it's an awesome story that they're telling on this episode. uh, And they're solving a really cool problem that is fun to talk about. So and fun to listen to, I'm sure. So take a listen. uh, and Let's go ahead and get into it. guys what's going on you got evan knowles here with the middle tech podcast logan Jonesson here next to me two guests we've got this week it's exciting because you know kentucky one of the things we're known for is basketball uh, both of our guests have a really cool background in basketball and they're building a platform to help improve teams on how they actually execute their plays uh, so we're really excited to introduce our guest uh, brie and arian green so thank you guys for joining Thank you. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Yeah. yeah, we've been excited ever since you guys pitched at uh, Five Across. Logan, you want to talk about that experience? Yeah, so I saw Arian pitch at Five Across, and then you had one of the – it was definitely the best pitch of the night, but, <laughs> but uh, for sure one of the best pitches I've seen. Just you had a lot of energy, and you're very well-spoken. And uh, I love the idea, too, because I'm, I'm a big basketball fan. And then you talked about all these teams that you were working with, and I was like, this guy – it's legit. Yeah, I appreciate it. Glad yeah. you thought so because the judges. <laughs> we won't get into that. We won't get into that. <laughs> yes, we're subject. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, so thank you for coming and doing this. We're uh, we're super excited to dive in and talk a little bit more about PlayVision. Yeah, for sure. Why don't we just jump into y'all's backgrounds? You guys can take it one at a time, but talk about you know where you grew up, education, and then before you get into the basketball stuff, stop there, and then we'll we'll start talking about the basketball background. Yeah. So I guess. To lead off, we were born and raised from in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, grew up here. Our dad was our principal in middle school. Um, Bree has always been the celebrity basketball player. I've always had to live in that shadow. And, and <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we played middle school ball. I ended up going to Lexington Catholic just to kind of blaze my own trail, which actually worked out for Bree. Because uh, she ended up um, getting to play with some really good players there, um, but then I went on to UK to get my undergrad in psychology um, before going to EKU to get my master's in industrial organizational psychology. So, yeah, and Bray. Um, for me, my background. I mean, I again grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I fell in love with the game of basketball when I was super young because of him. Um, he was playing basketball, and I always was wanted to do what he was doing, and that's what he was doing, playing basketball. So I went to school. Again, my dad was my principal, which was funny. He had he got written up one time. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, also, I went to Lexington Catholic. We had a successful career there. Had two state championships. Should have been four. Um, 
but you know it happens. Should have been. been four. Should have been four. Sounds like there's some kind of should have been four. story behind that there or something is. you don't want to mention. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Source subject. <laughs> yeah, I'm still bitter about that. Um, but then I had the opportunity to go play college at UTEP. I got my degree there, um, criminal law with the under or a minor in psychology, and just went on to play professionally while also getting my master's degree. Yeah. And now with the Harlem Globetrotters. That's awesome. So where'd you play professionally? Overseas? Here somewhere? I played in Spain, Czech Republic, okay. and Mexico. Got it. And how long did you do that? It was uh, three years. So each yeah. each country I was in, each year I was in a new country. How do you get involved with the Globetrotters? Do they find you? or do you, do you, <laughs> Is that like an application? Because that's like not something many people can say they do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So for me, I had to have a, my third knee surgery. And I was working at IMG Academy. I didn't know what I wanted to do next. I was just, I knew I wanted to play basketball, but at that time it was like, I was just trying to see. Um, so what happened was I recorded myself dribbling on Facebook. Well, I posted it on Facebook and I wasn't thinking about the globe shotters. I had always said that I was kind of, I was too competitive and my family's kind of mentioned that too, but it was just an opportunity. So um, the recruiter, recruiter invited me to try out and... Here I am. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? This will be my fourth year. What's the, you guys travel around the United States. Talk about like the experience of actually being a Globetrotter. Um, so the first time I went to the tryout, I didn't know what to expect. Like I didn't know. I don't know if y'all have been to a Globetrotter I game have. or not, but yeah. like what does one do at a Globetrotter <laughs> tryout? Like you go in there and you have to throw confetti. You have to know how to half court throw shots, Yeah, like, you have to juggle. Like what do you legs, do? Yeah. But it really wasn't like that. It was just a normal basketball practice. Um. But now, um, with the experience of the Globetrotters, uh, just being able to travel, we go all over the world, 124 countries in Providence, uh, just playing the game I love. And, of course, we're known as being the ambassadors of goodwill. So we, we are doing entertainment, but also playing basketball. So that's what makes it pretty, school, pretty cool and unique and special. But it's been a lot of fun. What I think is cool, just to add on, being on the outside <laughs> of it, is – you see all those tricks that they do on the court. Um, they really only practice together for like a week, right? Yeah, so we have training camp. Um, I didn't even go to training camp this year. But we have training camp. It's about a week and just getting the game, the show, whatever you call it. So Rehearsing and just try to perfect it every night. <laughs> yeah, so that means all that ball handling, all the spinning, all the, the trick shots and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's all on, I didn't that's know in how the to living do room. I didn't know how to, <laughs> that's in the hotel room. Yeah. My instrumental piece, breaking, breaking lamps and stuff in the hotel room. I didn't know how to do any of that. That's nuts. <laughs> huh. And Arian, you, you did practice squad. What, yeah, talk about yeah. your, so your even basketball. Even though yeah. she had a stellar basketball career, <laughs> I... Still had a basketball career of my own. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it leads into it leads into the company, right? right? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't have been here without it. Because I was so I was recruited by smaller schools, um, Center Hanover back in the day, um, but I actually got more money for an academic scholarship in at UK. And then while I was there, uh, we used to go and just destroy in the Johnson Center, the rec yeah. <laughs> and uh and so some of the managers would come over um to the Johnson Center and play pickup and then uh they ended up kind of recruiting a few of us uh to to go out and practice with the UK women's basketball team, which we had to actually go through compliance to do. Like you forfeit eligibility to become a practice player with the with the women's basketball team. Um 
so got involved with that. I think it was my sophomore year, maybe, uh, with Coach Mitchell. And we take, me and my friends, uh, we take a lot of pride in that because we we still joke with the players who, like Coach Amber Smith, she's one of the assistant coaches now. We, Her, Victoria Dunlap, um, they ended up going to the Elite Eight, I think, the first year that we practiced. So, obviously, it's because of us. Yeah. yeah, you're preparing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we let them know, like, you all made it, but uh, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so out of that, did when, when did the when did play vision sports uh when did play vision come out of all this because when you first kind of told me the story it seemed like it came from your experiences with being around the coaches and those yeah those teams for sure so uh, if i'm looking back at when it started i probably started having having the inklings back when i was in high school just because i remember you know you'd be down by two with 10 seconds left in a game and your coach i was stubborn i was the point guard for my team and my coach would want to run one play um to you know to to get the right shot and i would want to run another play and i'm like well how do you know that one's going to work and he's like yeah. well how do you know that one's going to work um and so neither one of us had any idea of what would lead up to to success and so as I started going through psychology classes and learning more about stats and knowing that you could kind of quantify all of this information and then being around the UK team and seeing how are you all tracking stuff and even talking to Bree when she was playing at Utah, I'd ask like, how many, how many plays did you all have? And finding out that how many, like you all have a lot, <laughs> I don't even know, like over under a hundred. Well, it was under a hundred, but yeah. it was just like a lot inbound plays sideline plays yeah you have inbounds plays sidelines plays press breaking plays how uh, different plays to face different defenses and i was like how do you keep track of all this and then it wasn't until after i graduated from grad school that like if you could just come up with a system because what teams are doing now is they they use pencil and paper to track all this information. They'll just yeah. say, what play did we call? This is what I said in the pitch. What play did we call and did we score? There's somebody like mm-hmm. on the bench whose yeah. job it is to do that. Yeah, so like UK, Florida, these are some of our clients. Um, and it's their video coordinator sitting with pencil and paper saying, what play did we call? Did we score? And so once I realized that, I was like, there's got to be an easier way to kind of at least automate this and get stats on it. And then kind of I just came up with the kind of this base layout of how I wanted it to work and and to collect more information Um, and then I learned you could start answering other questions like what play is best for a two or a three or where what play is best for a certain spot on the court or to get fouled or what play sets up um, the most assists and you can quantify all of that and then start to try and determine what is the most successful play at least in a situation makes a ton Mm -hmm. of sense yeah and is this an application that's on an iPad, a phone, a laptop? Yeah, so technically... It's a web-based? It's, it's uh, my developer, Dale Smith, who has been absolutely awesome. He has kind of helped set this up, but I believe it's like a hybrid web app. Okay. Um, so we've designed it to be um, on an iPad. So yep. right now it's only available in the App Store. And really anybody can get it, but we control who has access to to actually use it mm-hmm. um so yeah okay so it's an app mm-hmm. used on the on the sidelines while they're playing um you mentioned a couple of uh universities you had as, as customers why don't you name name them again and name a few others that you guys are working with and some of the first results you guys are getting 
Yeah, so um, last year was kind of our first beta year. We picked up UK, Moorhead State, Kent State, Towson University. This year we signed um, Florida, Ole Miss, Corpus Christi, King University, which is our only Division Two. So we have Maryland? A, huh? Maryland? Maryland was using. I couldn't get them to sign yet. They, they're looking at next year. Um, but Mar it was cool when Maryland was using it, uh, testing it, because I remember one day ESPN and ESPN2, UK was playing some school and Maryland was playing some school. And so I was flipping back and forth yeah. between the two channels. Mm -hmm. and I was like, that's, 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 that's great. That's tight. We, we in the building. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> um, so just having those three UK schools, even though it's three teams, that's, I guess, just, that's still like 21% of the SEC. That's amazing. Um, and, and we're, we know that we're on the radar, thanks in part to Bree uh, yeah. helping get us out there. Um, we know we're on the radar of other schools that, that have reached out or asked about like how it works or what type of information that they can get. Um, and so, when you say beta, is this like the first version of it that you're putting out? Like there's an MVP, right? right. And so where are you guys at in the development process? So I'm still new to all the business terms and, and yeah. the software terms. Yeah. I treated last year sort of, I've been really protective of it. And yeah. I know that I go against kind of the the status quo of what normal startups do because I feel like I'm learning. Go fast, break things. Yeah. You're taking a more conservative approach. Yeah, just because I want to control the, like when I created PlayVision, I wanted, I treated it like a science experiment. Um I just wanted to, to show that it worked, right? Yeah, like I yeah. wanted to know, can you quantify this information and how? So the first year, which was like my true, I guess, beta, was like me going to Lexington Catholic, our high school, and working the the tournament. I don't know if Bree remembers this, um, but us going to the tournament and trying to track high school games ourselves. And then the next year was giving it over to a couple of teams. Um, and that would be more of like a beta to see what questions they got. Mm -hmm. And then we did like another beta last year where we had teams pay to be a part of it. Yep. So we could finally say, you know, we're, we're generating some revenue. And then this year was more like a soft launch. And so next year um, we're really kind of revving up for trying to switch over from, all right, we've answered all these questions as far as the app goes. We think that it's in a really good place. We're getting great feedback from the teams that are using it. Teams are winning. We had two teams make it to the NCAA tournament last year. That's so cool. Um, That's so incredible. Now it feels right to try and like yeah. you know, go after, after Absolutely. people. Yeah, so you were talking about version one of it. Is it is version two going to have like defensive statistics or maybe even stuff that, that they do during practice? What, what do you envision the next couple of versions looking like? So what we're working on right now is more of a desktop version, because right now the way that it works is teams use the app as sort of like a data collection tool. Mm -hmm. And then I also should mention that it takes all the information that you put in the app and turns it into a report. So teams it's analyzing the game for them in seconds. Like I could generate a 40 or 50 page report in about 60 seconds. Wow. Um, that's breaking down all the stuff that, that teams are looking at. Um, but what we notice is that teams are really just like, if you only have everything on an iPad, then they are only kind of using it as far as a game, like during games and, yeah. and so what we're looking at is creating a desktop version, which, I already have because it's kind of what we do some of our testing on 
Um, but then it becomes like you build your team, you build your playbook on a computer and you can, it's easier to send reports and kind yeah. of do some more powerful stats that way. And then you pick up your iPad, it becomes your data collection tool. You come back, you sync. Yeah. Um, so I would love to get into defensive stats, um, down the road. Um, I'd love to be able to get into, yeah, tracking both sides of the game. Yeah. Um, and then eventually trying to get into, to other sports would be the the dream i guess yeah who else is doing something like this what's your competition look like um so as far as play tracking there's nobody which is really cool because there's a lot of fresh snow in in the sports analytics world there are some bigger names like shot tracker which is really cool they're one of the few that i've seen providing live data but theirs is like we put chips in the basketball and in the jerseys and we've got cameras all around the building they were actually, if you were watching the UK game, you, I think they even showed them. Um, there's um, like Hoops IQ that offers some play data, but it's the way that I've approached it is I want you to look at it and like, Brie, I don't know if you would say that you love math and stats and stuff like that, no. but if I give Brie <laughs> my... <laughs> <laughs> if I give Bree the stats uh, of PlayVision, she should look at it and know exactly what it is that that she's seeing. And she should know that this play is better than this play, or this shot is better at this shot. So, um, Hoops IQ would be another one, but it's not live data. Um, which, so as far as like the live data thing, um, there's there's Huddle and there's Sports Sports Code, which is like a um, a brand of Huddle, um, but. The biggest compliment I got this year was from Florida when they were trying to decide if they should go with uh, Sports Code, which all the companies use, and PlayVision. He said, "Like Sports Code doesn't do twenty five percent of what PlayVision can do." Um, so mm -hmm. there are competitors, I guess, but they're not trying to do the information the same way. And yeah, got it. So let's get into one of the big topics I want to discuss on this episode. You know, for the audience to take away is. You know, working with family, starting a company with family, even working with family in general, there's probably some dynamics there that you guys have been working through. So, Bree, talk about, you know, your role with the company, what you do, and then uh, we can just kind of break that down. Well, my brother is definitely the brains behind the operation. Um, with me, I just try to get PlayVision out there, um, get the right people knowing about it, learning about it. For example, when I was in, uh, we were in Tampa for the Final Four, I felt like he would just kind of, you know, he he knows it. He knows PlayVision, but I always go out there and see a coach walking by. They're looking, but they're not committing yet. So I'm like, hey, put my arm around, a, you know, how do you track your offense? Oh, we don't. Well, let me let me get you to talk to my brother. Yeah. And he'll explain. The roles. <laughs> she's not, it's, it's lucky because she's an ambassador for the NCAA. I have to stay behind the lines. Oh, well, uh, nah, she, I'm, all, I'm, she I'm on the court. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, also like I do it, I just try to get coaches to know about it, even through social media. Like I'm not scared to slide into coaches DMS and be like, Hey, that's what you gotta do. You gotta be aggressive. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I do is just trying to get the, you know, the brand out there, bring awareness to it and business development kind of yeah, stuff. Get teams yeah. on board. And I'm sure, you know, talk about just real quick. You've got a lot of things going on for your personal brand too, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the Globetrotters. Yeah. We were talking before you got on. You have a podcast you do with Nike. Yep. Real quick, just talk about how that personal brand has allowed you to do some of this stuff. Um, I mean, it just has given me a different platform, a different reach. I think that 
that's what makes it pretty cool is like I have control over it. I mean, I don't have full control of the globe trotters, but it does give me a different reach and you know, I just try to take advantage of it. I get to meet a lot of people. I get to network with a lot of people. So um just I'm just trying to continue to grow and have different outlets and this is something I definitely want to do because me and my brother have always been close. Yeah. And it just kind of makes sense that we go into a, a business together and try to be successful together because we're trying to build an empire. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, you, gotta, you have to think that way. If you're going to end up doing it, you have to yeah. think that way. Um, what are some of the benefits and challenges of being siblings and starting a company together? Um, I think... Start well, with benefits when we start there. The benefits... Uh, so, Bree's like my best friend we grew up together we know each other there's no like if if i ask her to do something or she needs me to do something then you don't have to worry about what's this person's mindset right like i know that she's always got my back she's gonna do whatever <laughs> she's gonna me. do whatever <laughs> she can to to give us the most the biggest chance of success um which I think is really important. And it takes the weight off of when I had this idea and told her about it and, and was nervous about asking like, Brie, I think this would be really cool um, to do. Um, she's like, let's, let's do it without hesitation. So yeah. I, I think we also know what we bring to it. Like I, I feel like I know the stats and, and how to just from the psychology background of how to connect with what my audience wants to see or how to build that relationship with with you know video coordinators or staff um and that would be my strength with Bree knows that her strength is kind of being the face of it and and giving us credibility that her career and her basketball brand that that's just something that that i can't do yeah do you have anything you know that about, <laughs> i agree with all that what about uh challenges what's the hardest part um, the hardest part, I think we're both laid back goofy. So there's a type A-ness that comes, I think, with being start doing or starting up a business um, that I don't think either one of us have, <laughs> uh, which makes it we difficult. Yeah, we just like, let's ride it, ride it out. Um, we're also really competitive, even. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it can get distracting, you know, like yesterday i probably should have been testing stuff in the app but Bree's like pick up the sticks we haven't played 2k in a while <laughs> and so i'm like all right i gotta let you know what's up so <laughs> so um that can get in the way uh but it's all it's all fun um yeah when you guys are talking about well product change or feature or direction you guys think the company should go and you guys are disagreeing how do you guys deal with disagreements with each other I think, I don't know. I think Bree would. Are you guys so laid back that you haven't had those, those uh, disagreements, or can you think of any in particular? I, I don't. I can't think I of don't any. Think had any? No, like just because we we know we know what our roles are. Yeah, I would yeah. say I know the, he knows what he's responsible to do or responsible of what he's doing, and I I know my part. Yeah, yeah, so. and that's kind of the relationship that we've always had not just in business but we're actually the oldest of we got like four other siblings so oh, wow. we've we've always kind of known like this is what arian's supposed to do this is what <clears throat> Bree's supposed to do um and so it makes it it makes it a lot easier like we there's not really much 
hasn't been much arguing since we've <laughs> gotten Ever. older. Yeah. Um, so there's not like this back and forth of we need to add this feature, or we need to add this stat, or um, I might ask and put some pressure on Bree to be like, hey, have you talked to this coach? Or hey, have you done this or done this? But yeah, I mean, that's as far as the any conflict, I guess, would, would be. Um, and then she just is riding the wave. So, and also I'm trying to balance, not like throwing too much at her at the same time. Cause I can focus on this a lot more than, than she can where, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she is going to call a coach or DM a coach or, or get us out in front of people. But she's also speaking to kids about bullying for the globe trotters or, you know, traveling to LA to film some movie or oh, ask, <laughs> do some music I like video. It. I like it. Um, so yeah yeah that's good holidays coming up so it's christmas i'm sure you guys are gonna get together with family and new year's when you guys are together with family or when you're just having family time are you able to turn this off are you guys it seems like you are if you can just snap a finger play some 2k i mean when you guys are sitting there with family are you guys talking about this company or what's what's your whole family dynamic look like with the rest of your family when you're getting together um i mean it's all about balance i think uh just you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about, I mean, we talk about what everybody's doing with their life that day yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we definitely talk about it. And especially when we're with maybe our uncles, uh, they give us good advice, um, good feedback. So, but we definitely know how to turn it on and off. You know, when it's family time, it's family time. We talk about yeah. whatever we want to talk about. But we do like talking about it because, you know, the family's proud of it, that everybody's really proud of just building what we've built and you know they support it so we we do talk about it yeah like our our dad i mean he already considers us a success you know whether we generate a million dollars next year or or how stick with the nine or ten teams that we've picked up like my dad's like you know you all have i'm watching espn and and i can see you all are on there um so we talk about that, but then once, like, we're both looking forward to going to, to Jacksonville, Florida um, next week, because then we'll be with, with our siblings, and then it's more just hanging out with our brother and our sisters. Cause... But we are taking a day to go visit Florida. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nice. Well, it's we, balanced. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bree and I are going to go to Florida on the 29th, because we also like to cheer on our teams, too. Um, oh, that's awesome. That way, you know, we want them to know that we... Once you be, join partners. our family, yeah, yeah. Um, not only because that's been the really cool thing about PlayVision is that I tell teams we don't have all the answers. We're not going to be like any other business that you've worked with because you're building this. And so whenever we have an update, I go out of my way to be like, "Look, this is you. You put that in there." Um, so we try and make an effort to go and visit teams. So yeah, it, it works out that my mom lives an hour and a half away from. <laughs> Gainesville so we can go and cheer them on when they play Davidson um but yeah we we jump back into family time in fact last year I think around this time we got kicked out of a uh a go-kart yeah <laughs> racing with our siblings we got kicked out of go-kart racing because we're kind of too focused on family and being <laughs> <laughs> competitive uh, yeah, running people off the road. yeah yeah my little sisters they gotta know that it's it's a battle once competition turned on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely. Super. That's awesome. Uh, so you guys are sh- 
where do you where do you consider your base? Are you based in Northern Kentucky? What's what's the headquarters of the company? The headquarters it... would be Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. That's what right. we love to hear. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is home. This yep. is the mecca of of college basketball as far as Hell we're yeah, concerned. Yeah. With... Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with without UK kind of, you know, Coach Mitchell giving me the the platform, like I'll always be grateful to him just because, you know, I, I had to ask if, if I could practice this on him the first year and I pitched it to him and he, he loved the idea and said, I want you to meet with my staff and get their feedback, but you can like as 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 long as we're compliant, you can do whatever you want. Um, so, um, but yeah, Lexington would be would be base. That's this, awesome. This is yeah. always going to be home for us too. Oh yeah, that's good. Talk about the support you've gotten so far from the ecosystem. You went through Five Across. Are you using some of the resources in town? Talk about just you know the ability to build a company here in Lexington. Um. Yeah. So it. Can I go back to how I got started? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I had the idea and I actually started out, I, I felt like I was doing everything wrong because I had the idea and I didn't really, like I said, I, I've never had a plan for developing an app and um, and didn't know anything about startups and business. I didn't know that any of this stuff was here. And so I, I started out with this online company that were that I had pitched the, the idea of PlayVision to. And I told them I wanted to be a subscription and all this stuff. And they were like, we love it because that's what the Kardashians are doing. They got a subscription service and this is why it's going to work. And I was like, well, I'm not going to release a sex tape to, to get this going. Like, I don't have the same clout as Kim Kardashian. So and I, I just it wasn't I, I didn't feel their vibe. And so yeah. I stepped back and I decided that I wanted to start just with like a blueprint. That way I could kind of walk up to people and say, this is what I'm trying to build. Will it work? And I got connected uh, with this woman named Andy um, Clark, who has a company called Honey Creative. And she had never de designed an app and she was hesitant at first, um, but I had seen her work. And, and so I was like, I think that it, I've not developed an app, so it'll be really cool to kind of work together and we'll just create something new. And so she took it on and she put out all these designs and started just with the, the logo. Um, and then it, it kind of grew. And then she said, I think we're on the right track, but maybe we bring in um, a developer to actually make sure what we're making makes sense. And so she helped connect me with this one developer who connected me with Dale Smith, who has his company called Dale Smith Web Services. And I think that he is just a genius, like one of those ones that you don't you wouldn't picture it, but I like and both of them have brought things to play vision that I had never and like anticipated including. Um, so they helped get me started. I still work with them today. Um, it's awesome because I give Andy designs and don't even think about it. She's responsible for the full look of everything. Dale, he's in, responsible for all the development. I just test whether it works or yeah. doesn't. Um, and then from there, as, as I've started to grow and um, I did my first pitch competition this year um yeah, yeah this year was the first that i had been exposed to like the startup world and that was in cincinnati mm. um for uh, i can't remember uh it was mortar um which is like a startup boot camp um they had a program but they were hosting this uh this pitch competition for 10 grand and i won that 
uh, the $10,000. And wow. so that kind of put me on the radar for some other startups. So um, New Me, which is another like a week long boot camp, they flew in all these companies and asked me to, to be a part of that. Um, and then getting exposed to you all. So yeah. I've really only been around two or three. Um, <laughs> and that's why I feel like I'm I'm learning and everybody's throwing advice out at me and yeah. a lot of times I feel like we don't we're not doing things the right way but um I, I we're just kind of riding the wave and seeing yeah. where it takes us. Just to back up, you know, when you said for all the reasons there are to do a, a subscription-based revenue model, they they said Kim Kardashian <laughs> and the Kardashians is the first thing they said. You probably went the best route going a different <laughs> going a different way. I mean, that's Yeah. That's, that's hilarious that they said that. Yeah, it and I, I think it broke the mold of what they were used to because they were saying we can put an ad here and an ad here. And I was like, I kind of just want to see if it works. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't want yeah. ads. I don't want like this is a science experiment for me. Um, and then but once I feel that it works, then I'll put it out in front of these teams. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like we only have nine or ten schools, but the teams that we're picking up are really no, big names. No, what you guys are doing is, is for sure special. I mean, to be this early in the in the in the process and to have those names is yeah. is something to be really proud of. Thank you. There's not many people that can say they get clients that big <laughs> off, of, <laughs> off of V1 or V2, yeah. right? That's yeah. that's amazing. Well, thank you. Absolutely. So, last last question here is whenever you guys are just sitting there and you're thinking about where you want this to go, where you want to take this, talk about that that vision. I don't know. See, my mindset is different. I've had people like um, investors take me out and they're always talking about your exit. When are you going to exit? And you yeah, got to be thinking yeah, about yeah. that. And I had this one gentleman who was really great. Um, and it just, again, this is me not being exposed to stuff, but he asked me all these questions and he never asked to look at the app. Like I brought my iPad, was prepared to show him, never asked because he was only, he wanted to give me money. And he was like, because you don't want to do this for the rest of your life. And I said, well, excuse How do you me, know that? MF, right. but you don't know, <laughs> you, know <my> <laughs> you don't know my life. You don't know what I want to do. Like I've been working in HR, uh, jealous of this girl for she's getting to see the world like maybe that's what i want to do is to do this and yeah. then build up the flexibility yeah. to you know to to do this so um if if you're asking when do i want to exit or how soon i don't have i feel like if we build this right and we get the the, the support and the the teams that are using it like I know some there's a CEO of a company that all these teams use like they have over 500 teams they like I have his number in my phone because he he knows that this is a good idea at least um, like I feel that's a success but my point is if we build it up and focus on making a good product then the exit will come um, but as far as where I want to take it I'd love to get into the defensive side of basketball I'd love to um, start trying to figure out and we're starting to think about this how can we plug in to some of these other tools that that companies are using um, and then I'd love our our one little sister Aaliyah she plays volleyball for or she just graduated or just wrapped up her senior season but she plays volleyball for Mississippi State um, so I'd love to start using her um, to bring her on board to get her with me and Brian here and, do and then start awesome. doing volleyball and yeah. then jump into other sports. Um, 
that would be my dream is for me brie and uh, like i was so excited to do this just because i get the it's the first thing brie's never seen me pitch um, so this is the first thing that we've ever actually been in the same room um, doing together. And so if we could get Aaliyah in um, and kind of just take over the sports world as a sibling empire, I that feel would like be amazing. that would be really cool. And uh, then we'll worry about all the other stuff. Yeah, I want to back up to something you said a second ago about the investor. And you're like, well, man, I don't. maybe I do want to do this my whole <laughs> life. I think I want to compliment you on that because you're not just – you're not seeing all this potential to get funding and get money. A lot of people are going to see investors interested in them instantly start thinking, Oh, millions of dollars. I'm going to have, you know, all this press and you know, the, the, the Silicon Valley yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, that's super mature and farsighted of you to, to be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, hold up. Like I really do enjoy what I'm doing yeah. here. I'm not just going to instantly take on funding to take on funding. And I think that's a, that's a really special and unique thing. So, yeah. I mean, based on what you yeah. said, I could say that that investor knows less than you as far as <laughs> yeah. the way to approach that scenario. You know, if that's the first time you meet him and he's immediately talking about an exit, he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, major, yeah, Logan, that's a good thing to point out. Is that, was, that was a good good response. Thank you. Yeah, it, to be honest, that it scares me a little because I put so much money and, like, I don't think Bree knows how much money we put into it. Um <laughs> But it just scares me at this point. We've done so much on our own. Like, I know that having an investor or having people, it's not that I'm opposed to taking money. Yeah. So when people are like, how come you're, you know, what what are you asking for? Or how much, like, what do you need? What do you need? Or how can we help? And I'm like, I don't know if I need you. Like, we, yeah. I feel, <laughs> I've told Bree, we've been lucky enough to speak to kids and teenagers. And one of the things I say is, one of the most powerful things that you can tell somebody is, I don't need you. Like, I, I just feel like that's really powerful. And so if you can tell an investor or whoever's coming at you that they want to give, you know, we, we need to give you this so that it's going to take you somewhere. Like, we're not there yet, really. Yeah. Um, but I like to, that's what our goal is to get to be able to say that to anybody. Yeah. I don't need you. And then we have the flexibility to choose who we want to work with and we might not make yeah. it and we're prepared for that. Um, but it would still be cool if we could, if we, if, if we take money, it's going to be from the person that we feel is the right choice. A strategic yeah. investor. Yeah. Yeah. And one you have a good relationship with. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. If they're uh, just worried about, you know, the exit or making money and this is in your, this early in the fundraising, you know, period. I mean, that's, it's kind of worrisome, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for jumping on, guys. We really were yeah. excited to have you on, uh, given your old background and what you guys are building. It's really an exciting company, and we're looking forward to releasing this and sharing it with the world. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. having us. For sure.